theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston Press to ATO. Three, two, one. What up, Planet Earth? Hello, Quinn. Well, hello. My favorite Earthling, how are you? Well, thank you. You're my favorite Earthling, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> that means a lot to me. I mean it. I'm excited to talk today about the topic we have in store, because I think it's a very interesting one. I don't think there's a right answer with this. No. But I think it gives a lot of insight into people's brain when they're asked this question. Agreed. And the question is, what is the purpose of art in society. Yeah. I like that in society part. As like I, I, That's a major component in this question. It's not what is art. It's in society. What is its purpose? And I think that we have to challenge ourselves to make sure that we're not just thinking of the typical forms of art. I think when we think of art in society, we go to paintings or perhaps sculptures. Mm. But ideally, we include music, dance, performance, acting. What is the purpose of art in society? I have an answer, but if you have one, ladies first, my love. Well, thank you. Well, I don't think there is one answer. So I'm excited for this conversation because, um, yeah, I I agree with you. It's not just, you know, the physical art pieces uh, or material that we usually think of, which is just, you know, go to a museum and you see sculptures or paintings it's definitely mm-hmm. has expanded digitally also in terms of you know definitely music which has not always been digital but music for sure mm-hmm. um videos x y and z shows tv movies right what is what is the purpose of art and i think in the role of society in the role of society and part of it is um to me at least it's it's about it's about capturing a moment an experience in life that can transcend beyond that time, Whoa. right? And so it's kind of like a timestamp of like, this is one's perspective or this is what's going on in, in the world right now or this is something that's wrong in society that we need to fix. Like it's highlighting hmm. lots of different things about the human experience at that moment in time, right? Whether, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be definitely, you know, educationally based or it could also be, I mean, I think I also think about, you know, like propaganda during war times also, you know, like things that maybe weren't initially considered pieces of art, but now are as we reflect, we look at them back on as pieces of art. Right. Like, and so like, like, what, like, like, yeah, what are you referring to? Like my brain jumped to statues, but I'm curious where your head was at. Oh, I'm just I was thinking more about like the art piece, the propaganda that was created during World War Two. Okay. Right. Like okay. war bonds. Like if you look at. It is actually pretty interesting if you look at the propaganda um, works of art from country to country during World War II. Well, it's it, very different. It, perhaps it could be argued that all propaganda is art, whether it's recognized as art when it's created versus recognizing it as art when the propaganda... The propaganda is demonstrating there's a purpose behind that art to mm. get someone to do something. Yeah. A commercial could technically be propaganda. Yeah, it could and be. maybe we only view it as art after the purpose is no longer carries meaning. Ooh, that's kind of deep. Like, you know, like, for example, if uh, we're looking at the propaganda of recruiting Americans to go to war. Yeah. If there's no war going on, well, now it's not propaganda per se. There's no, the purpose can't be fulfilled, but it's now able to see like, oh, how relatable was that? Or 
the uh, you know any like this person for president maybe they got a picture of that person that could be art or you look at a commercial you know I sometimes I definitely view the Marlboro commercials back in the day as like kind of pieces of time capsule art yeah I think reflecting on pieces they become pieces of art when maybe their intention wasn't to be a piece of art right and we see that with old magazines people collect old magazines with really old advertisements and then frame those old advertisements as pieces of art because it just captures the ethos of what was going on in that moment right Mm -hmm. and i mean even in modern day era like if you look at different political campaigns political campaign signs and and whatnot become pieces of art and also street art is also very interesting too i think street Hmm. art is probably one of the more rebellious forms of art where obviously graffiti is illegal most places but to defy the law and to still create something on the streets on a wall that you don't own right that someone else owns maybe it's the government or maybe it's someone else Mm -hmm. that you are probably trying to say something right and and I, I think about protest signs right even thinking about like black lives matter what was going on last year like there was yeah. so much art created so so you're 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 consistently going towards this like time component like capturing this moment in time yeah it's kind of, it is because it's like it, it captures what were the values what were what were we thinking about what were we what were we trying to do what were we trying to change and why and in a way mm. that it's just in a visual format, it captures it in that moment. And so because it's captured in that moment, it can transcend space and time also in mm. a way where, Whoa. you know, I'm still thinking or I'm talking about propaganda that was created with the intention of recruiting people or getting people on the same wavelength about why the country was going to war. Mm-hmm. Right. And I look back on those and those are collectible pieces of art now. Some, you know, we, we see them some pieces as the bad side and some as the good side, right? And mm-hmm. so why do we see that? Because we see we have hindsight now, right? 2020 mm-hmm. and yeah. it's all it's also based on where society is now reflecting on where society was back then, right? Mm-hmm. And where yeah. we don't want to go. And so I think art kind of what but I, the purpose of art can be broken down in a lot of ways, but if we're in we're, society. But in society, <laughs> I think that it it like the reason why I'm sticking with that timestamp is it gives us a moment to look at it, reflect, and is this representation representative of what we want moving forward or how do we make it better, right? Or is that something we want to go back to or that's something we want to make sure that ne- never happens ever again, right? Mm-hmm. So I even think about like modern art, like Andy Warhol, you know, <laughs> a lot of his art was based on consumerism, and what was going on at the time where, yeah, America was booming with consumerism. I mean, it really was. Um, so highlighting that and the fact that it's been going on for so long and it still is so prevalent in, in a capitalist society, consumerism mm. is a huge part. Like marketing and advertising and whatnot is, you know, what is that doing? It's getting people to buy things and connect with things and mm-hmm. thinking that they need these things in order to do the, to do this, this or that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and yeah, so I, to me, I think that the purpose of art in society is kind of to just easily, well, first of all, capture what was going on in that moment. And mm-hmm. then for people to be able to look at it at whatever time, because they can and reflect on that in a digestible way, feel a certain type of way and think, okay, yeah, that captures the moment and there's still progress we need to, to do. Like we, mm-hmm. we need to 
this is an ideal or this is something that's being highlighted as something that needs to change in society and it still hasn't. So hmm. it's so kind just of, to confirm your your pers- your view on this answer is heavily focused on like this time capturing history aspect with perhaps some type of it would you say there's a lesson behind it not always or like there's something what is the purpose of that time being captured yeah is there anything that's relatable amongst all pieces of art yeah i think that it's it's a reflection of society. It's a reflection mm. of oneself in society too. Okay. Sometimes, right? Okay, it could okay, be. Okay. It's it's a reflection <laughs> of that moment of time. It could be based on the artist or based on what's going on in society that needs to be fixed or or is something that we all are agreeing on needs to happen or how we want to evolve. I think society mm. evolves in different ways, and it a lot of it has to do with hey, this is something that we don't like, but how do you understand that? Right. How do you understand or how does that get expressed? And art Mm. is one way of expressing that in a way where you don't have to read a whole book about it. Right. Mm. You can just kind of like see it, feel it. And that it makes it almost it does make it digestible and relatable in some type of way to another person, maybe on into the future so that they can actually see that and say, hey, that's something we never want to go back to. Or, hey, that's something that, you know, we still have room to play with we still need to we haven't gotten to that ideal yet we want to progress society towards this way right mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i also think that it just it's a it's a really fascinating way to digest and understand society at various different moments in time hmm that is honestly i'm not surprised that you have that kind of an answer because <laughs> you love reflecting you, you know, you're definitely more of a person that like look enjoys looking at the past to inform the present right. and guide towards the future, more so than probably most people I know for sure. And I think that when you're looking at art, you are like it's almost like you're being transported back to that moment, yeah, to understand what is what was the artist trying to achieve, and your common theme is that they're trying to create some type of change, whether it be like massive for society to change the world, or it may be just as simple as challenging one's perspective. Yeah. It could be a reflection of their own human experience in their society. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, how do I understand, how can I ever understand or empathize with the human experience of an African American woman in the 1950s? Well, there are Mm. pieces of art that allow me because that an artist, an African-American woman artist basically showed her expression through art of what it was like to be her in society at that time. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I think it does help. I don't know if it creates empathy, but I would say that it definitely helps understand the context of the human experience of different individuals, different perspectives Mm. in a way that people can start to understand it where mm-hmm. it's really difficult to understand if you never lived in that era. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It, I, I'm so, I'm so grateful that you went with your kind of like this, this was off the cuff. It's not like you wrote this down no. and I'm so grateful that inherently it went to time. Like, yeah. I think that's really cool that it was such an important part to include in your answer. I did not include a time well, in my answer. Thanks, love. But I want to hear what you what your perspective well, is. Well, and I also did write mine down because I'm trying to figure it out because it's a hard question. 
but I didn't include time. But so I'm grateful. I, I want to go back to that moment in time after I explained mine. Okay. But the more I talked to you about yours, the more yours started to blend closer towards what mine is, which is, I believe that the purpose of art in society is to challenge perspectives utilizing relatability. Mm. Whoa. So how does that, what, what am I meaning by that? So I think that art is, I, I think art is supposed to challenge perspective. It's not necessarily a call to action, but just to make people think perhaps a little bit differently. And so I believe that all forms of art, music, uh, performing arts, acting, all of it, photos, is to challenge one's perspective. When you see it, you're st- I, want, I want you to think different. Like after you enjoy the performance or whatever, I want you to have a new perspective based on having that art interact with mm. you. If the interaction truly occurred, then there should be some challenge to what your thought was prior to that experience. And I believe the best art is the one that actually made the most impact in that challenge of perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. I I love the idea of, yeah, challenging one's perspective. And I think about music and the way that it can do that too. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, really, whether it's empowering a certain amount, you know, a certain subset of people in society or it's, challenging that this challenging the idea that one based on what you look like or who you love or whatever Mm -hmm. is different living in this area than it is you know if you were just a normal you know like what does that what is that like and and i think through music through visualization so it's it's definitely sound and visual i think for sure Mm -hmm. when we're talking about art how does something sound i mean you you think i i love old music too i think about you know, one of my favorite genres is jazz mm. in a weird way. Not everyone likes jazz. Some people think that it's like way too random, but for whatever reason, I really love it. And mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating. And there are different uh, types of jazz too in different eras. And mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I just think that even thinking about modern music, there are some songs that are super profound that did change the way that I see mm-hmm. a certain person's experience within my own society that I would mm. never have understood otherwise. Right. That's a good, that, that's a, I love jazz music. I'm glad you chose mm-hmm. that one. So the other thing though, that I do want to challenge based on what you just said is you said it's usually sound with added visual or vice versa, or sometimes just visual, no sound. What about taste? Don't forget food mm. is an art in itself. That's so true. I think the best food still, this still relates to my quote, the best food challenges one's perspective while utilizing relatability. Yeah, so it's like, you know, relatability is that it's you can consume it in well, some way. Yeah, or it connects. And I think if you watch, uh, what is it, Chef's Table on mm, Netflix, mm-hmm. these are the Michelin star places. The ones that really are the champions, they take people on a trip through flavors where they're going back to their childhood. Yeah. And they're challenging their perspective on what is this like this thing that looks like a mushroom but tastes like a freaking i don't know a lollipop you know it's yeah. like it's challenging the perspective but it's also bringing you back to when you were childhood and you went to disneyland like yeah if it does something like that it's that's a really good form of art my buddy he just went to a big fancy restaurant 
And I asked him what was the best dish that he had there. And he said it was the damn asparagus. Hmm. It was cooked with like butter and all they did was dreidel butter and I guess it was egg yolk on top of it over and over again and that's how it was cooked. Mm -hmm. But it was asparagus and it challenges perspective on what is asparagus like and do I like it? Yeah. And I think that was a successful piece of art. Well, yeah. I mean, in terms of that example, it's like, well, how simple is a piece of asparagus, right? If you're <laughs> not a vegetarian, I would say, and you have order asparagus and steak, for example, you're probably more excited about the steak. But mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of perspective within cooking for sure that mm-hmm. one can have. Like, what is that? To me, I would I would ask, like, what is what is that method? Where does that come from? Is that French? Or like, mm-hmm. where did that come from, right? And I think we've had lots of food experiences as well that have made us appreciate like really simple things, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we get we get caught up in 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 what is what is food? Food is food is something that we all need, obviously. But to us, when we're traveling around the world, food is a huge component of understanding one's culture as well. And so, Definitely. why does one culture, like India, for example, and that's like one huge country, so there's multiple cultures within that, but why? are they mostly vegetarian or, Mm. you know, why does, um, Thailand use these certain type of spices? Well, Mm. it's usually comes down to what was available and what's passed down from time to time. Right. Mm. So cooking is an evolution of what was done in the past. Right. And Mm. to me, it's really interesting. Also like Singapore, for example, is a, is like a hodgepodge of lots of different cultures kind Mm -hmm. of coming together. Right. Mm -hmm. And to understand when you go to, um, all the different food areas and you get, you know, one that's uh, Malaysian or, you know, one dish that's Malaysian, one dish that's Chinese, one dish yeah. that's, you know, Singaporean, whatever that means. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, you really start to get a sense of the different spices and the different ways that people cook complexities, the complexities yeah. of it. And so I do think that that's, it's a reflection of what was available. Right. And, and, you, you can even go way, way back about like, I mean, certain areas, like why is rice predominantly used versus potatoes, for mm. example? And like understanding why such simple dishes can be the most delicious sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So it's like resource dependency also, like when hmm. you didn't have a lot of resources, how'd you make food still delicious, mm. right? Where it was not just, you were able to enjoy it, not just eat it because you needed energy, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's still, you know. Th- well, that's a difference between it being art versus it just being a resource. Yeah. You know, it's like if, if you're if you're just eating to live, you know, like, oh, I just need to put this in my stomach, then it's not art. Yeah. Until it's designed to not only fulfill the need of food in your belly, but until it's designed to make it some form of an experience perhaps yeah an experience or or making you appreciate something that is actually maybe you just overlooked before and now it's just because they gave you this experience like the asparagus yeah now maybe you're going to be more inclined to go towards that yeah um that vegetable versus something else that's a successful challenge uh perspective shift it, it is. I think that it is a challenge, and especially at a time where we all know that we need to be shifting more towards like a sustainable food supply system. Mm-hmm. How do you actually teach someone how to eat differently? Well, mm-hmm. I think that that's where an art, like an artist, a chef can really come in and say, hey, you might have overlooked all these amazing vegetarian mm-hmm. items, and I'm going to make it so that you're like, wow, I understand why people don't need to eat meat if you're <laughs> doing it like this, you know? Right. Or maybe they're cooking with something that is... Um, 
I don't know, just, just something that you never really thought you liked and mm. you now all of a sudden do and why New appreciation. Yeah. So I, I like, I like the relatability too, to it because obviously food definitely falls into that category. Well, well, your last comment actually made me try to simplify my answer and maybe at the same time come up with a new answer, but I'm trying to get it more condensed mm. and, and understandable and relatable. What if it's just as simple as the purpose of art in society is to help one become present? It could be that. Is it always that? Well, maybe. Well, I think that in order for things to really be felt, you have to be present in that moment. But you can be thinking about the past, present, and future all at once. You can get lost in it. But at the same time, if you're really consuming the art, 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 art's complex. Like even if it's the most simple piece, like what is it? Some some pieces of art are just a blank canvas, mm-hmm. but it makes you think. Why is this art? And therefore, you're being pers- you're you're being very present, trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's another thing if you're, well, like, are you truly appreciating the art of music if you're just listening to music in the background while you're doing something else? Maybe you're not. So you're only being present when you're actually appreciating the art itself. Yeah, maybe, but I I, we're getting deep. We are getting really deep. I, well, you know, the music that you're listening to while you're you're studying and focusing, like that, says mm-hmm. a lot about what type of music you can listen to when you're doing that. Because you can't listen to every single mm. type of music, at least for me. Yeah. Or, or why do you have certain pieces of art in your household? Right? What What is that? What is the hmm. purpose of art? Just is it just aesthetics? No, no not really. That, one, that one's more something to do with uh, representation of self. Yeah. Like I, I, maybe well, the I, relatability aspect. Well, I perhaps. do think that art has a component of that it is a representation of oneself, right? So if someone buys a piece of art and puts it in their house, why do they do that? Well, they probably feel like that's whatever that art piece is about has some representational value of mm-hmm. who they are themselves also. Yeah, for and, sure. And the creator... I feel that's inevitable. The The person who actually created it, you couldn't hide yourself in it if you right. wanted to. You know, right. like it is, if you created it, un- unless it's a, if you actually create it versus replicating it from someone else, then it is you. Right. So by someone else choosing to purchase it, that's where it's more so uh, I feel connected with it versus it is exactly my identity. Yeah, Does that make it, you understand. Totally, that? Yeah. totally understand that. Yeah, I don't know. I think in a weird way, I, I often think about even yeah, obviously in going into museums and going to the Louvre or the Met or something like that, and you see. I mean, I, I also find fashion is definitely a piece of art as well. So like what yeah, did people used to, piece. yeah, what did people used to wear? Why did they used to wear that? Why was that something that, why couldn't women wear pants up until this point? And who was the one who changed that? And why did that change? You know? And, and so to me hmm. also, there's a lot of pieces of art where if we didn't have it, we wouldn't really understand what society looked like. You know, there are landscapes of, of different countries that look totally different now, you know, or right. the way that people lived. We get to see that because there was no camera. There was no other way to actually capture that moment. And in a weird way, art can also be, I think sometimes, I think about this a lot actually, sometimes art is similar to the creation of knowledge, right? So like okay. as we're creating knowledge, um, you know, in terms of taking like taking a theory of how a certain phenomenon works, right? So we have a phenomenon, we need hmm. to understand and explain how it works. That's where a theory comes in. And then people use that theory. They say, this is the theory that I'm using and I'm empirically testing that okay. with experiments, right? And then... And, and so art And is... so art in a weird way is also, it's definitely standing on the shoulders of giants too, where it's, you're looking at different 
um, materials that are no longer used today that were used mm. back then and how has that evolved yeah, right and, and every artist was influenced by another yeah. artist in some way or another and you could see their exactly. biggest you could see the fingerprint of others exactly. within their art too yeah. exactly and and in a, in a way rather than knowledge and experimentation you know in the during the like through the scientific method of knowledge creation art is you know, more of a self-expression of what is going on with either that artist at the time or what is going on around him or her at that time in society. Hmm. So it's just building on that. And I think society needs various different forms of art and knowledge to be able to progress society towards the ideal. We want a better society. We want a better world. Yeah. I think humans kind of have that ethos. Mm -hmm. Some, some don't, some want it all to burn down, but I think Mm. for the most part, well, that's their perspective on perhaps a better world. Perhaps. I mean, we're getting really deep again, but yeah. here, I want to actually go deeper. I have, I think that an important part of answering this question is not defining what is art, but I think it's saying what isn't art because you were talking about fashion and I, I went, Oh, well, that's a lot of utility. Like I need pants. Can't be running around nude. And we talked about food and it's like, well, you need food can't be just, you know, not eaten. You have to have food, but it becomes art at a certain point. So where is it where it isn't considered art, like things in the world? If it's made by nature, do we not consider it art? No, because, we definitely consider that art too. Okay, so because, then, well, I think, is everything art? Well, maybe. <laughs> that is an interesting question, actually. I never really thought about <laughs> it that way. But I, I, do, I do think... You know, when it's initially created, the utilitarian, if it's just utilitarian, that's one thing. But we can then impose um, that utilitarian thing to become art later on, maybe. You know, um, I wouldn't say like the big box of popcorn that I got at Walmart is ever going to be considered art. But I don't know. Maybe at some point it could be. I don't know. Like popcorn's not available anymore. I don't know. Look at the Campbell uh, soup can and the label. Yeah. It's now one of the most well-recognized pieces of art, That's the Andy true. Warhol piece. So am I saying that your great value popcorn with light butter box is going to be some piece yeah. of art? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, what if popcorn, I don't know, we're getting wild, but I know. what isn't art? Well, I definitely think nature is art. I think that there is so much art in nature. And if you really want to get super deep with it, I mean, a lot of the inspiration, the intrinsic inspiration that humans have to create art comes from nature i mean you can't really deny that i I mean the colors that you see the for sure and also in a weird way nature the art that nature creates or the lack thereof is really kind of intrinsically tied to i mean what we do as humans in that society too Mm -hmm. right like i mean certain areas no longer look the same way because we're polluting the air or whatever you know Mm -hmm. they're like Mm -hmm. we we influence nature just as nature influences us, we're all kind of interconnected in, in some way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some, there are some birds, like I'll, I, one of the, one of the birds that has always fascinated me since I was little, like I've been, I've loved birds for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that was, um, you know, really well known and in my local area growing up was called the California condor. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where the California condor almost went extinct, like, and it still is a very endangered species. And there are lots of reasons, and part of that has to do with fires that are going on over there, too. Like, they're just burning the homes. And so, of course, part of that is man-made, generated, but also part of that is part of nature. 
too. So like right. how to under, how to understand the conservation of nature and its art, I think is something that society has to grapple with. And, mm. and perhaps if people don't really understand, you know, the importance of, of the rainforest, for example, because you've never mm. actually been there. Yeah. Then, rainforest is a beautiful piece of art. Too. Yeah, it is. But fire is also a piece of art too. Yeah. But so is yeah. everything, can you think of anything that's not art? I can't believe I got it to this point, but I know I can't. Either. I really can't think of anything that can't be considered art at this point. Yeah, I know. Anything that's ever been engineered, even you say the food that you're eating just to be full, like because you need food to live. If let's say we go with like rice or potatoes, well, there's actually art behind how that was grown and yeah. how it got on your plate. Well, and how it was cooked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are probably varying levels of art. I wouldn't say, you know, our fan is necessarily art. I would say our whiteboards can definitely become pieces of art, yeah. you know. And, and our fan. Yeah, I our fan, our I fan mean, could. I mean, it's an it, engineering piece of art. Well, for sure, when you're looking at interior design, when you're selecting everything, that becomes an intentional environment that you're putting together, and that becomes a piece of art, too. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, and you're able to change the environment. Yeah, like what color do you want the wall what or what temperature do you want the house yeah that's true Whoa. <laughs> anyways we're so but anyway goofy, but, but it, i think it's that interesting it's thoughts. a it's a really yeah it's interesting in terms of what's the purpose of art i, th- I really do think that um you know it's it's about self-reflection um mm-hmm, as on an definitely. individual level on a human experience level but it's also self-reflection on society and what we want to do how we want it to move forward yeah so. don't forget that time stamp you threw in there it, and, yeah it transcends and, time and space and mine was challenging the perspectives utilizing relatability ladies and gentlemen. yeah final we'd, answer final answer we'd love to hear your thoughts so share them with us if you want um we look forward to just talking with you tomorrow and we will speak with you then bye, bye.